What is up, everyone, and welcome in to episode two of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, how you doing today? Hello there. How are you? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. It's been a great day of football, for sure. It's been a great weekend of football, mainly because I don't have to stress about my team. So that's... Just watch uh, for entertainment. <laughs> you know, it does It does help a lot. <laughs> I don't have to worry about my fantasy team. I don't have to worry about my real-life team. I can just sit, watch these games, and try to enjoy them. Um, but I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not enjoying the fact that Tom Brady still has a chance here late in the third quarter. It is a close one for sure. We are recording this during the... Uh divisional round of the playoffs the saints versus the buccaneers it is currently tied up in the third going into the fourth yep. so it's gonna be a good ending to uh legendary yeah, it, should, it should be a really good game legendary careers indeed <laughs> we'll try not to uh, be too distracted by it but no promises because i am pulling hard for drew Brees and the saints tonight and what could be his very last game i think i saw something that said uh it was reported that it will be or he is planning to retire after the season, but that might have just been, you know, a, a report and a rumor. Who knows? You can never be too sure in the NFL. Yeah. Case in point, Rob Gronkowski. Who? Just kidding. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> never heard of him. Or <laughs> yeah, Jason Witten. Oh yeah, good point. Good point. Ooh, very similar to what Drew Brees is about to do. I think. Remember, I think even Tony Romo was rumored to come back for a minute. Oh, man. We can all hope. We can all hope. <laughs> we can. We can. All right. Uh, yeah, so there is uh, some news, actually, taking place this past week. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and step into the newsroom here. Um, we got a few things we want to talk about. We want to talk about Doug Peterson getting fired as the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, what, three years after taking them to the Super Bowl and winning the darn thing? Um, we want to talk about some of these Deshaun Watson rumors in Houston, and then we're going to talk through some of the coaching hires. Just our quick first reactions, what we think that might mean for the team going forward, if it's good, if it's bad, um, if it's something we needed to take note of as we you know, get ready for our drafts next year. So let's start off with Doug Peterson. What are your thoughts on him getting kicked out of the building? Man, what a move. What a power move yeah, by no Philadelphia. Whew, yeah. <laughs> that takes some cojones. <laughs> like, he's done he's really, done really well for your team, but that don't matter. <laughs> like, no one's safe. You're not safe in Philly no matter what you do. That's what I've learned. <laughs> it's so true. It's just wild because, man, he's had success there, you know, and, and he's just, like, kicked right out super quick as soon as anything goes wrong. And it's just like, oh, I don't know what to think of, and I don't know what's going to happen next for sure. Yeah, I don't even know who they're eyeing. I haven't even, I haven't heard anything, at least personally. Um, I know they'll pay really well, but uh, yeah, I don't that, know. I don't know if true. I don't know if I would want to go into that situation. So you have to. It's going to be a tough situation. Yeah, because you're not going to make who whoever gets that job, whatever decision they make, mainly at QB. It's people are mm-hmm. going to be upset by it, you know, because you have Carson yeah. Wentz, who is so ridiculously well paid, but hasn't performed like he should for what he's getting paid. And then you got <laughs> the second yep. year 
Jalen Hurts coming back, who looked like he was shining a little bit there, you know, towards the end of the season. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. It'll be interesting for sure. If you ha- if you have to take a stab in the dark, who is the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles week one of the 2021 season? Jalen Hurts. I think Carson Wentz is gone. You do? I do. Okay. See, I, I'm actually on the opposite train. I think Carson Wentz will be the starter week one. I think that this Doug Peterson firing was them choosing Carson Wentz over Peterson. Oh, you think they, they got rid of him because they knew he would go with Jalen Hurts. So they wanted to uh-huh. just nip or at that least in the butt he now. wanted to. Yep. I, that's what I think. And I don't know that they're like, it's this like great belief in Carson Wentz. I just think it's like, hey, we're paying this guy way too much money to not to not for him to not be the starter. I mean, I I definitely agree there, but I, I just I just don't think he's good. I just think he needs yeah, to I mean, I don't either, but and maybe in the right system he would be, right? You know, maybe if he goes to Detroit <laughs> or something, I don't know, sh- shooting in the dark here, maybe he would be a good fit. And Right. Then he would be getting his money's worth, but I just I don't think from what we saw, I think Jalen Hurts is the better fit for that. Yeah, it, it it seemed like he was the better option going forward for them. I just don't know what they would do with Wentz, but I guess hopefully we will get some more clarity in that situation over the coming months because it's a big difference fantasy wise. Because if Jalen Hurts is a starter, I think he's a top top 12 quarterback right like because of how much he runs the ball he was really showing some good things you know it was hot and cold i would say for like actual nfl quality but for fantasy i think he it was pretty promising what he was able to do in those first few starts i mean he won me my championship week there you go i mean who would have thought uh uh-huh i I just and you're not going to be the only one and in fact that's good that's going to stick you know, in 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 our dynasty league that we were in, I had drafted him as well, and I was eliminated before that. But had I stayed in, I probably would have moved him up in that too. And I probably think I could have walked away with that too for if sure, I had him sure. in. Um, yep. I mean, yeah, if you drafted him in a dynasty, or even if you're gonna do him in a redraft coming up, I mean, he's definitely gonna be, in my opinion, a top ten, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I can definitely see it. But let's go ahead and keep moving on. Um, another big news item this week has been all of the Deshaun Watson rumors and essentially what we're hearing is that he wants out of Houston and that would be that would be a crazy trade if he ends up getting moved out of Houston um do you think he's going to be traded yes I do I do just okay if nothing else from the rumor mill and it seems like it's legit at this point that he wants out Mm -hmm. I just yep. know if I were a head coach, which they don't have, or a GM <laughs> or anything like that, that's not a situation I want to walk into. Do I want to walk into a situation where I know I have a star QB and I can build around him? Yes. Do I want to walk into a into a situation where I have a star QB who doesn't want to be there and not that he wouldn't give his all, but just the fact that he doesn't want to be there. I wouldn't want to walk right. into that. I wouldn't want to coach that. I wouldn't want to be the one to have to make that decision. I, I would. I hope yep. that kind of gets made before a coach comes in. Because um, from what I'm hearing, no one wants that job anyway. So right. 
I think he's out just because he wants to go. It's going to be a big a big hit on cap for whoever takes him, at least in the next coming years. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I mean, there's teams out there that need a QB, you know, um, and that are going to be yeah. willing to and, pay it. Yeah. And there's not, it's not like there are many better options. I mean, I think for me, he's probably my number three quarterback that I would take. I think I'd take Patrick Mahomes. He might even be number two. I think it's between him and Josh Allen after that. Like, I think it would end up personally for me where Watson would end up. Um, so it's kind of a little too early to tell on for me personally. I would pro- yeah. definitely top five, but I mean, if you put him in a in a situation where I mean, because who was who were his weapons last season? Exactly, Will yep. Fuller, juiced up, so cool one, one that's not playing <laughs> by the rules, right? So, I mean, you yeah. you put him in a situation like let's just pretend. Dallas, or I mean, let's just pretend Detroit will keep uh, Galladay and all that. You put him in that system, oh my gosh, who knows? Who knows what he can do? Yeah. And maybe he'd be a top three pick or a top two pick even. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we'll see where he ends up. I think he will be moving on, and I hope wherever he moves on, he does he does well. I mean, he will do well. Let's, let's not get that wrong. Yeah. But he's in the prime of his career. He needs to go somewhere where he has the team around him. And so I think the best fit is not Houston. It is somewhere else. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I think I'm on the train as well that I think he will be traded because I don't know what else Houston can possibly do to rebuild this team because of where they're at salary cap wise and especially draft capital wise. They've got nothing going for them. But um, we're going to go ahead and we'll just go ahead and run through real quick. Um, A few coaches have been hired this last week. The Jets hired Robert Sala, the current 49ers defensive coordinator. The Jags hired Urban Meyer, former head coach at Ohio State. And the Atlanta Falcons hired Arthur Smith, the current Titans offensive coordinator. Um, I I don't know too much of what what to expect from these. They seem like pretty decent hires. I don't know too much about Urban Meyer. I think that's going to be an interesting one. Um, But we'll just kind of have to see what he is able to do there. And I don't know how much to expect from that offense in all reality because of where they're at. I mean, they're the first pick in the draft for a reason. Um, so that Urban Meyer does not like make me excited about them all of a sudden. But So let's go ahead. We're going to move into our early predictions. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to do a segment each week. We're going to talk about one of the divisions in the NFL. We're going to kind of go through each team, talk about some of the players on the team, what we think – that they will do next year, what we expect to see from them based on what we saw this year. You know, are trends going to continue or do we think that they're going to kind of break the the trends that we saw um, during this current season? So let's go ahead and let's kick it off with the Cleveland Browns. Tyler, what are your thoughts on the Browns next year? Oof, I don't want to play them. And I'm pretty yeah, sure no we kidding. do. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Um, yeah, that will be um they they're looking like finally a solid team. Um, I agree. I if they can play anything like they did last week versus the Steelers. I mean even today or yep. whenever they played this past weekend. Um I mean they looked decent. Yep. They didn't look bad yep. at all. Uh-huh. Um injuries are their biggest downfall at the moment. I think this week was the first week where they had their full starting team since week one. Everyone was healthy, and then that went to crap on the first oh. play. So 
Yep, it sure did. I uh, they just they need to get that figured out. Stay and you know when we have a proper off season, hopefully this next coming year with no COVID and all that, hopefully, right stuff can get a little bit back to normal for them. And I think they're going to be a contender. I think the AFC North is going to is going to look uh, pretty pretty wild next next season. You'll have the Steelers. I'm sure will still be in it, at least in the conversation. But I think this might really come down to the Browns sure. and uh, Ravens each season, or at least next. I, I really, I really think so as well. I think, I think that will be the case as well. Um, from a fantasy standpoint, one of the players that I want to talk about is Odell Beckham Jr. Um, do you have any thoughts on him for next year? Cut him. Oh, don't e- don't even pick him up to cut him. Just don't even bother. Just is not worth it. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, in in my opinion, in my professional opinion, don't bother. I mean, he had a th- over a thousand yards last season. This past season, he got hurt, but I just I don't think he belongs in the Cleveland system. That's just my opinion. I think he would do better mm-hmm. somewhere else. I know it already seems like Baker would do better if Beckham were somewhere else. It's hard to argue. It, it is hard to argue. So I mean. Personally, like, so we did our, you know, these rankings, and I have the top four receivers listed for the Browns, and I have Beckham at the bottom. That, that that's where I put him. Uh, I if it, in my personal draft lineup, I would take the other three over him first. Unless, unless you're getting him like super late, I, I just can't imagine spending like real draft capital in our fantasy drafts to pick him up because of the injury history. Because like. Like you said, I just don't know how much of a fit he is there. And and even look at Jarvis Landry. Like Jarvis Landry has been pretty solid this the end part of the year, and he's playing super well. But the the fact of the matter is, there's just not a ton of passing volume in this offense. When you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt that you can hand the ball off to, like it's hard to justify throwing the ball around a ton. Yeah, and that's you know, that's one of the reasons the Cleveland Browns are so going to be such a competitor next year i mean they have so many weapons now i mean you know coming up with this list oh my gosh i would draft every one of these players in some in some type of situation (laughs) like Like, and and it makes me wonder especially with nick chubb and kareem hunt both on the roster if it was just one of them there like do one of them have the possibility to do the derrick henry thing because both both of them together almost hit mm -hmm. two thousand yards and if that was just going to one person and they're both so good, I think, is what what gets me. And it's like, yes, Nick Chubb is a better between-the-tackles runner, but Kareem Hunt is so good at catching the ball and making you know plays from those passing plays. Yeah, if and you either get him, one of them was alone. And you get you get Hunt in the I, open field, yeah. and he's gone. Like they're both weapons, you know. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, they they have a combined total of eighteen TDs this season. That's oh that's goodness. nuts. That's insane. That's and Chubb nuts. missed a ton of time. I know, and he had almost 200 more yards, actually more than 200 yards, more than Hunt. They're just both yep. so good. Uh-huh. And I think that makes them even more enticing to draft, knowing that like if you get a week or two where the other one is out, you're just going to get this elite fantasy production because they'll they'll rely on the other one. And and we saw it happen. We saw when Chubb was out, Kareem Hunt went up in value and he was producing super well and he's a great target in drafts i think because 
he's still good with Nick Chubb on the field. You know, it's not like it's oh, yeah. one or the other. It's definitely not like that. Um, one thing I do want to ask you is, where do you think Nick Chubb belongs in our fantasy drafts? Is he a first-round player? Is he a second-round player? I would go second. Okay. I don't think I would go round one yet, just when you have names like Cook and Kamara and, you know, mm-hmm. Michael Thomas and Travis Kelsey even, Mahomes, you know, yeah. those names. Um, I wouldn't put him quite at round one yet. Um, if okay. If so, late round one. Where you have a deeper, a deep league, yeah, like twelve players, sure. fourteen players, something like that. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm absolutely there with you. He's probably my, you know, fourteen ish, maybe yeah. fourteen to sixteen somewhere in there. I don't I don't really consider him a, a round one pick, but early second round. And and if if you're in the middle of the second round and Nick Chubb is on the board, I think you just have to take him. That's a steal. Um, but but I agree. I think there are just other players at the back end of the first round that I would want to grab that that don't have the issue of having to compete for their volume. There's players like Devonte Adams. He's going to get, you know, whatever it is, like 97% of the targets or whatever, whatever crazy percentage <laughs> target share he's getting. So it's like, I want players like that um, from my first round picks where, where I just feel super confident in, in what they're going to get. Um, and, and Nick Chubb, there's a, you know, he's super good. He's fantastic, but Kareem Hunt will also be on the field and you just kind of have to live with that. All right, so let's go ahead and we're going to move on to our next team here. We're going to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think they're going to be super interesting in next year's draft because, man, looking ahead, and, and, and we're still early, but I just have no idea what to do with these players. In, in my opinion, if you really want to play it safe with the Pittsburgh Steelers, I would just avoid any Pittsburgh Steelers. Not that they won't, <laughs> not that they won't be productive and give you points. It's just a question of who will do it, in what week. Yep. Um. And the Big Ben thing is still very up in the air at the moment. So it seems mm-hmm. it, it's looking like he's going to come back. So something to keep in mind. But you know, we saw it with the receivers this past year. You never knew who was really going to get that touchdown or who was going to produce that week. Yeah. You know. Claypool had a really good run for a little while, and then all of a sudden, oh, back to Juju, back to Deontay. Yeah. So um, avoid the running backs at all costs. That's just. Yeah, it's not even worth trying. um, If you're going to draft any Steelers, it's going to either be the receivers or Big Ben, um, depending on what type of league you're in, and even maybe Eric Ebron um, as another tight end. Oh, yeah. I guess I forgot about Ebron. Yeah. He was. And it's hard, it, you know, we say this, he was a good tight end for you this year, but that is with the knowledge that there were, like, two actually good tight ends and then a bunch of other people that, like, were more serviceable than the, like, other waiver wire options. Yeah. So if if we have a better tight end year, then I can see Ebron really just kind of falling off and, and not being worth um, so I, I've got a few questions for you about this team. Um, single QB leagues, okay? Single QB. Okay. Is Big Ben somebody that should be drafted? Obviously not as a one, but maybe as like a, a backup, somebody to store on the bench, or is he just not even worth drafting? I, I wouldn't bother. There's just so many good QBs out there. I could draft Mahomes and then just have Herbert as my backup. 
or vice versa or any, <laughs> anyone else. There's, sure. You know, there's just so many, I mean, there's so many good backup QBs, you know, I mean, you got Taysom Hill. I had him on my bench yeah. for how long and then all of a sudden he came in as a starter. So yeah, I wouldn't bother personally. What about you? Uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> not just based on fantasy production alone, but I watched some of these final games of the year and that is not a player that I want to have on my fantasy roster. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. So that's a pretty easy one. I, it just doesn't seem worth drafting him. Um, Juju, do you think he will be in Pittsburgh next year? He's going to be a free agent, right? Yep. His contract's running out. Free agency is going to be so fun. I don't think. My gut says no. Um, but especially when you had Claypool really, really coming coming into his own this season, yeah. and you have Deontay Johnson, if you keep those two and then maybe pick up a, a rookie in the draft, that's what sure. I would do maybe. James Washington's pretty okay. Like, they seem fine there. Um, I don't think Juju will be there next year either. Um, I think when I start to do my next year projections and things like that, I, I honestly might even just – do them assuming he won't be in Pittsburgh, but but we'll see. So if Juju is gone, what do you expect from Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson? I I personally am expecting big, big things from Chase Claypool. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, and Deontay Johnson, I mean, because they're both, what, Deontay Johnson, this was the second year, and this was Claypool's rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. And they both put up numbers, man. I think that's right, yeah. uh, they both put up more numbers than mm-hmm. Juju. So, and they both. I mean, I'm looking at nine TDs for Claypool, seven TDs for Johnson. Like, I feel comfortable with either of those two on your draft on your fantasy team. And I think the Steelers will be all right with those two. Like I said, keep those two. Yeah. And maybe, maybe pick up a rookie, or even like you said, Washington yeah. will be a solid, a solid third option, or even you know, draft you know more of a veteran just to have in there yeah. um, to kind of throw those defenses off. Yeah. It, it, it'll be super interesting, I think, to kind of see what they do and how they approach it. Um, and I really want to see where Claypool and Johnson are falling in ADP as we get closer to next year's season because I can see both of them being pretty good value. And, and they saw the they saw the Browns game, right? That was the last game they watched, and they're like, "Oh man, I don't want a single part of this team, right?" They might right. they might kind of fall, and those will be good targets in those like mid to mid almost later rounds to kind of just like take a flyer on them, and and they could either be, you know, they might suck, but I, I don't think they're going to be complete duds. Assuming Juju's gone, if if Juju gets signed. I think it really complicates matters, and I'm and I'm I'd be hesitant to like spend up on any of them, and and it kind of just go back to like if they fall and it's really late, pick one up on as a flyer, and and Claypool would be my target in in that situation. I think I'd agree. I'd agree 100 percent with that. Like you said, if Juju's gone, I think you could really get one of those other two guys for a steal. Um, yeah, I think a lot of it's. I wouldn't really pull the trigger on any of them or, you know, like be confident in any of them until maybe like week two or three where we see how Big Ben is playing. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, they could be stars, but if Big Ben's playing like doo-doo, it's not going to matter, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I think, I, I mean, I would draft them, but I wouldn't feel comfortable yeah. right away. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, well, let's go ahead. We'll move on. I think we've, you know, spent enough time pooping on the Steelers a little bit. <laughs> let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens' playoff dreams just ended yesterday. But looking forward in fantasy, it looks a lot brighter than that game yesterday. What do you think about the Ravens? They're an interesting team, aren't they? They really are because, you know, at the beginning of the year, you're like, wait a minute, this is not what I signed up for. But then, you know, they go on that six-game winning streak, and you're like, okay, this is what I signed up for, even though my fantasy season's over. Cool. Um, when it comes to Lamar Jackson, personally, there's a lot of QBs I, I want over him. Yeah, I think I'm there too. I would just I would rather have a Justin Herbert, a Patrick Mahomes, you know, a Tannehill mm-hmm. yep. even maybe. Which with that offense. Um Yeah. I wouldn't draft him up high at all. He would probably be my second QB I'd pick up. I know he'd probably be gone by then. But you know, yeah. maybe in a trade, but per I just I'm not feeling him as a top pick for myself. Yeah. I think the end of this year is really tough to like navigate through and and I think there's going to be a lot of processing and kind of thinking through it but it was almost like oh man this is the Lamar we wanted to see we're excited about it he's producing again but man he's still not passing the ball super well and it's hard to to feel great drafting him if you know that he's not going to be able to throw the ball around and you know, he can run and he can do that. Obviously, he's the best runner, running quarterback there is. But, man, it's it's tough to, to feel great about him. I think for me, he's probably going to be the back end of my QB1s. And if he's there, I'll take him. But then I'd be I'd be looking to pick up maybe one of the the rookies coming in as like a a fallback option just in case he's not really doing it again because if if he's the you know if he's producing like he was at the beginning of the year i think he was producing like qb16 numbers for a while you know and and that's just not going to cut it it's not what you want i think you really need to have one of those elite quarterbacks in order to do well i think based on where the league's going and i i wouldn't even mind picking him up to uh to even have is like a like a trade trade capital yeah. right um just in mm-hmm. case he does start doing fire you can have him in that bo- in your back pocket to say you know here i'll give you jackson uh-huh. for you know whoever's coming in trevor let's say you want trevor sure. lawrence because he's lighting it up or something you, you know but yeah i i would definitely take him you know if you can pick up Mahomes and you get to a spot where you're feeling comfortable with your team and jackson's on the board pick him up it's not gonna hurt no you know what i mean and, so, and he'll be a good trade target because somebody's going to need a quarterback at some point. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, really, the only other player that I want to talk about, um, I think Mark Andrews is going to do Mark Andrews thing, and he's going to be one of the better tight ends yep. for you. I think Marquise Brown might be in that wide receiver three conversation based on kind of the end of the year. He was he was doing much better than he was throughout like 90% of the year. Um It'll be interesting to see kind of where he falls after doing some projections and looking ahead. But J.K. Dobbins is a super interesting player to me because he has looked really good, and I don't expect that they're going to keep Mark Ingram around. 
I think it it really seems like they're going to go from a, a three running back backfield to a two running back backfield. And with how much they run the ball, I think that's going to be enough, you know, volume for him to produce. I agree. And, you know, towards the end of the year, that whole offense really came together. And so you started seeing, yep. you know, Hollywood Brown and Dobbins and everyone just really yep. shine. Um, Dobbins will be their guy, I think. And where would you draft him? Oh, man, that this is such a tough question. I, I know, I know because, it's only January, uh, but like as of right now. Yeah. I I want to say he's a back end running back one for me. And I think that would put him, you know, I don't think I would take him before I would take Nick Chubb. So probably just after Nick Chubb. But man, I think he's got a really great floor. They're going to run the ball. He's going to get volume. And, and man, his ceiling is, is just so high, I think. Yeah, I'd completely agree. Uh, I think he's going to be one of those running backs that's going to be a steal in the draft. Um, I can totally see that. Because I don't think he's he's not going to be one of those first few running backs everyone picks up. you know. And yeah. I think there will be very few people looking at him to pick him up even early. So I think mm-hmm. yeah, I think you, you get to the, the third, fourth round, and he's there take him um yeah I, i'd be surprised if he makes it that far but man if he's there right if he's there like take him second i think you gotta jump yeah yeah oh for sure yeah, i can i can see him being sort of like an aaron jones was this year like people were off aaron jones right yeah now looking back on it it's like oh man we were we were really dumb uh <laughs> <laughs> you know he was running back two two years ago and then we're like, no, nah, this guy, he's not the real deal. He just scored too many touchdowns. And then he goes out there and, and falls out again. And it's just like, ah, that that's my bad. So I, I can see him being that kind of a player. That's, where that's we're just like, the oh, Packers yeah, as a whole. Dobbins, he's good. Yeah, that's true. That's I guess that happened with, every time. with all of them pretty much. <laughs> but I, I can see people being like, yeah, Dobbins is good. But he's in this backfield. Lamar runs the ball. Gus Edwards runs the ball. He's not going to get enough volume. But it's like they are so efficient running the ball that hey, if he can get you know 15 touches or whatever it is, and and he he's the one involved in the passing game, like he can really produce. I think. And and if Gus Edwards ever goes down and he becomes a kind of bell cow in that backfield, oh baby, I want a piece of that. Yeah, and I mean just just solely looking at the stats right now. Because um, I didn't get a chance to watch too many Ravens games, um, but just looking at the stats, like, I mean, it looks like if Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins stay healthy, you might have yourself a Chubb and Hunt situation. I mean, these, these <laughs> I think it's very possible. These two guys combined, I mean, they're combined for over fifteen hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns. Like, yeah, when you awesome. it's you don't think about that just watching the games, but mm-hmm. they're good. Honestly, yeah. the only thing that kind of hinders them is your your quarterback is the best running QB there is in the league. You take that yeah. away uh-huh. and these running backs are stealing oh, is so high. Yeah. yeah. If, if Lamar wasn't in the picture then I think we would really would have a maybe slightly subdued Nick Chubb and Kareem hunt because I don't know how many runners are actually as good as Nick Chubb is, but, but you're right. It's, it's so that good. Lamar running game. So good. He can, he can just take the ball and, and just do crazy things on the ground. So, He's always going to get his piece of the pie as well. Um, I do just want okay. to interrupt for a second. Oh, anytime. Um, I think this is for sure going to be uh, Breeze's last game. 
Oh no! Since we started recording, I've watched. Is it about him, to end? I've watched two interceptions in the last ten minutes, and one was a pick Ooh, six. Oh, I just looked at the score. It's not looking good. Oh no! One was a pick six. Uh, it was a good run, buddy. Let this podcast was. be a timestamp for your career. <laughs> but That's brutal. It is brutal. Okay. Okay. Well, but, luckily for you guys, part of our conversation today, we'll be looking ahead to the conference championship games, and it looks like we might just know who the two teams are. But before that, we've got one more AFC North team to talk about, and it's one of the teams that I'm most excited about for next year, the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll be honest with you. I was doing my uh, my statistics and my, my spreadsheets and stuff for the AFC North, and I kind of forgot about the Bengals for half a second doing my research. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, yeah. They just, like, disappeared when, when Joe Burrow got injured. They that was just, it. like, faded. They legit they did. Were, you remembered them a little bit when they beat the Steelers, and they went away again. Yeah, the Bengals. Um, so definitely pick up Joe Burrow. That's that's yep. Definitely pick up Joe Burrow. I have high expectations for him. He was playing amazingly well. They just need an O line, and they'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, he'll be good. I yeah. should say. I agree. Um, so I think he's definitely going to be a good pickup. Um, not really sure where he'll end up in the draft yet, especially coming off that injury. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think he's going to be an interesting one. I think people will be afraid of that injury. Because uh, last year when our dynasty, yeah, I think I picked him up in like the seventh round, or maybe maybe sixth. Yeah, it was pretty sounds, late though. That sounds right in our startup. Yeah. Um, but he's gonna he'll definitely go before that. I'm I'm positive of that. And um, would you take Burrow over Jackson? Oh man, I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. Um, okay. Fair. I would not be surprised if Burrow ends up being better than Jackson next year, but I don't think I can make that that leap yet. Burrow over Roethlisberger, thousand percent. Cool. And for the record, Burrow over Baker as well, since we really didn't okay. talk about Baker at all. We really didn't. Um, but Burrow Burrow's probably. I don't know. He might be. He might be a top twelve quarterback for me. I'm just not sure yet. I'd have to see him play a little bit. Um, I think I would take Baker yeah. over Burrow, though. Right now, Ooh. Baker's looking you good, the Baker, man. Baker Heat right now. As long as he did, I... he looks so good. Today. <laughs> it's so good. Um, as long as uh, OBJ doesn't come back, <laughs> then yes. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> with OBJ quarterback, everyone over Baker. OBJ quarterback five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so sad. It's so true. That's funny. Um. Yeah. So Joe Burrow's okay, looking anyway. good. How do you feel about their wide receivers on the Bengals? Oh, I'm I'm pumped for these wide receivers. I think T. Higgins is going to be fantastic, especially T. Higgins. Yes. The chemistry that him and Joe Burrow had. Ah, uh, uh, man, I don't want to go too far, but I think T. Higgins is going to be. He he's somebody that I am putting a giant star next to in all of my draft cheat sheets. I'm going to be trying to get this guy onto my teams. Because I think he's going to be awesome. I I hundred and thousand percent agree. Um, he had he had. I can only imagine had Burrow stayed healthy, how his season yeah. would have gone. Mm-hmm. But it might almost end up working out well for us because 
hopefully the rest of the world is not going to be as excited about T. Higgins as we are. But, yes. man, the way that kid runs routes, the way he catches the ball, he just – he makes plays. And and I think the combination of him making plays and Burrow making plays, I think that th- that little pairing is going to be – is going to be a really a big problem for people. Agreed, and especially when you have Boyd on the other side of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then if he's you, not he's not alone. No, definitely not. I mean, they had good production as, as a team. Um, AJ yeah. Green, um, I think he stayed with them, and um, if I'm not mistaken, and I mean that's just a good when you have him lining up somewhere else, he's going to get covered. Mm-hmm. So that leaves yeah. Higgins and Boyd open. So yeah. if the Bengals are 100 percent healthy next season, I would definitely keep keep your eye on them. They have some hidden gems on that team. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. When it comes to the running back situation, it's a little bit of a different story. Oh, man. Um, per- I'm going to avoid them for now. If I was drafting today, yeah, I would I don't be blame avoiding you. them. Yeah, I do not blame you in the slightest bit. Um, it's funny because Joe Mixon was a, a first-round pick this past year in fantasy drafts, and now I'm just like, oh, do we really even want him on our teams? Like... I could see him being pretty good, but they throw the ball so much. Mm-hmm. That's just who they are as a team, it seems like. That's just kind of the offense that they're running. But also, I don't expect them to be a great team next year still. like I don't I don't think they're going to come out and be a 10-win team. You know what I mean? So they're going right. to be trailing in a lot of games. Like I don't think they'll beat the Browns. I don't think they'll beat the Ravens. You know the Steelers. I don't know what to what to expect from them, but it's just like okay, well that's four or five losses already, and I expect them to have to throw the ball a lot, and and I just don't see Joe Mixon really like doing it, and he he's still starting running back, so he'll still have value value, but I just don't think he's that like first round fantasy pick like we thought he was this past year. Well, and the thing is too, I think Burrow is going to be a mobile quarterback too, depending on how he comes exactly. back from the injury. So I mean. I'm not going to yep. expect a lot from the running backs. Um, I think it will really just yep. depend on the defenses that they're playing each week. So they're not someone I would lean on. They might be a good flex option depending on the week that you're in. Yep. But I wouldn't draft them early. I wouldn't depend on them too much. And, and they could yep. prove us all wrong. So, I mean, the Bengals have weapons. And they could come out as – I mean, you don't know. They could come out as a top team. But yeah, for now, there's a handful of people I would take from the Bengals. Other than that – Yep. We'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, I, I think it, it, it is going to be one of those wait and see situations because you just don't really know what to expect from them kind of heading into next year. So, all right. Well, that wraps up our AFC North conversation. I think we kind of hit some good players. And, and remember, this is all like way too early. We are speculating a lot, and a lot's going to change based on the draft, based on free agency. But <clears throat> really, we just want to kind of discuss what we think we saw this past year and what we are kind of expecting to see um, in you know the 2021 season. But let's go ahead. Let's talk about some of these games this weekend. Let's talk about some of these games next weekend. Let's go ahead. We'll discuss this divisional round. Um what was something that surprised you this week? The Browns, because I had in my I wanted them to win, and I said, you know, this might be a really good game. Yeah, but they held in there, and honestly, like they really did. 
like if you really go back and watch the game, you you take away that fumble on the one into the end zone on the call that should have been a personal foul. Yep. They score a touchdown. That that and they only lost by five points, I I believe. Um, so you're against yeah, the, five point the Chiefs, right? So I'm right. I'm I, I was really liking the Browns this week. Um and like I said, that's you know, next year they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with, I think. Um mm-hmm. they were good games though overall. The Buffalo game was a little boring. You know. It was. It's uh, it was not what I expected. I expected it to kind of be a shootout. Um you know Absolutely, I thought it was high scoring game. Um you know, we're we're in the middle of this uh, Tampa Saints game that's not going as I thought. I thought it'd be a little more high scoring too. But uh I thought the Saints would be able to take this one. I really did. I did too. Um what what did you find surprising this week? Uh the Buffalo Baltimore game was was the most surprising thing to me. And, and part of it was weather. I know that. It was super crazy windy. We saw that there was four missed field goals, two of them by Justin yeah. Tucker. So like you know the weather was a big deal. But but even with that, like I was just surprised at how low scoring it was, and especially by the Ravens. I honestly thought the Ravens would win that game. I, I was cheering for Buffalo. I really like the Bills this year. They're a fun team to watch. That Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs connection is it, it's just art. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um it's so fun. But um I thought Baltimore would be able to win, you know, with the run game, um, just kind of pounding down the throats. I didn't, I didn't think too much of the Bills' defense, but the Bills' defense showed up. And if I'm the Chiefs right now, I am terrified because they shut down the Ravens' running game, and they had no business, none at all, being able to do that. It's insane. Yeah, I mean the AFC definitely, you know, there was the battle of the offenses, right, coming into the playoffs, yep. and it's going to be. I think it's the two best AFC offenses there are coming up, and yeah. like you said, the Bills' defense is looking good. They're really well rounded. It seems like going into the into this uh, game, so yep. I'm excited to see how that plays out. I'm hoping the Bills will pull it off, but mm-hmm. um, and it's it's, it's cool. Both the uh, championship games that we will get next week were previous matchups in the regular season. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. you're right. That's cool. So as of right now, as of twenty three seconds from now, so the it will be next week will be the Buffalo Bills at Kansas City, which should be a will surely be a great game, um, and then it will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Green Bay Packers. So that sucks on the NFC side, and um, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see Brady go, and I sure as heck don't want to see Rodgers go, and so let's go AFC. Uh, literally anyone. <laughs> I'm okay with Patrick Mahomes yep. at this point. So, uh, mm-hmm. which by yep. the way, I saw. A, I don't have anything against Patrick. Mahomes. I saw a State Farm commercial today, and they already started with the commercials. Oh, gosh. So that'll be fun. I, I I hope we get that State Farm versus State Farm Super Bowl. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> I won't lie. That that could be that could be a really fun Super. Bowl. Just I, from I a marketing standpoint, that, that Packers Chiefs game. It'd be um, exciting. Go Chiefs. Which is actually did a, you think would anything? it be Super Bowl one rematch? Oh yeah, that's right. It would be. Let's hope it's not the same ending. Very cool. Uh, <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh man, did you? What do you think about the uh, Packers Rams game? Wow, 
Donald was way more hurt than we were led on to believe. Yeah, no kidding, man. He was barely out there. Yeah. Um, God, dude, the Packers look so good. It's <laughs> just so ridiculous. They really do. <laughs> every year. I know it hurts you to say it. <laughs> every year it's always like, they're not as good as we think. They're just winning games barely. And then every year they're like 13-3. and three. At some point you just got to be like, we're wrong. They're a good team. Yep. The problem are. is this year, this year we're not saying they're not as good as they look. We're saying, oh, holy crap, this team is fantastic. So good. <laughs> and they might even be better than they looked because that defense played really well, I thought, against L.A. And that mm. was not a strength throughout the regular season. Yeah, they started stopping the run. They stopped Chicago the last week of the season. They stopped, you know, Cam Akers pretty well the other day. Like, it's it sucks, man. So, like, I know I brought it up to you. We were texting. If Rodgers goes to the Super Bowl and perhaps wins the league MVP for the year, you think he considers retiring? His con- I, his contract's I so. not. I think up, he considers but... it. His contract's not right, up, but, but he can still retire. I, I, I would assume, right? That's one of those accolades and achievements. Who else has that, can say that? So I think Aaron Rodgers, like as much as it pains me to say, I think I'd almost reckon to say he's better than Tom Brady if, you're, if you just don't ignore the Super Bowls. Ooh, interesting take. No, <clears throat> um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not against that, that take. Um, he is playing so well right now. It's crazy. He looks so good. Um, and I, I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm going to be cheering hard for the Green Bay Packers next week because I do not like Tom Brady. I was happy to see Tom Brady leave, but after the whole, like, no handshake to some of the QB thing, and they know the whole, like, obviously it was him that was better than the Patriots organization thing, I kind of want the Packers to win too. <laughs> like, I yeah. just... I just... I. I can live with the Packers going to the Super Bowl again because I I know in my heart and logically they are a good team, like they're a fantastic yep. team. I know that I I can yep. never be mad at that because it's a fact. Whereas the Tom Brady thing, it's just like I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know, I agree completely. The Tom Brady is the greatest of all time as of right now. There's no taking that away from him, but there's just I it's it's funny. All these years, I feel like I just I, I had a thing against the Patriots. I think it might have been Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I think I do, I think I'm the same way. Um, it's uh, that's right. easy to say with the Patriots not doing well this year, but um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if if Rogers going to the Super Bowl and winning it and winning MVP means he's retiring, let it happen. I'm done with him. Hey, there you go. I'm done with him. That's my take on it. it. I'm just get I get him out the building. S- get so mad at that little smirk he does when he makes a good play. I want to punch him. Ugh. <laughs> Stop smiling. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not allowed to be happy about your success. Who do you think you are? No, it, it's the worst when he make when he when, uh, gets the defense to jump. That should be illegal, right? There should be some, <laughs> that shouldn't be a thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. All right. Okay, okay. So, next week, conference championships. Who do you think's winning? Bucks, Packers. Not who do you want to win, but who do you think will win? Packers are a more solid team. But two things. The Bucks blew them out when they played them earlier this year, like 38 to 10, I think. They, they did. It was bad. And there's just something. The Bucks are just getting it done right now, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Brady's doing that smirk. Uh, I think, oh God, it's yep. going to be too. Oh, God. Brady versus Rodgers. What a, what a matchup. I'm going to say Packers. Packers come out on top. Yeah, I, I think I'm there with you. It, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a good game. I know what happened last time. That was a weird game. Uh, but I, I'm going Packers. I think that – I just think Aaron Rodgers gets it done. It feels like it's their year. Yeah, I th- and I think Rodgers is one of those QBs too. I mean, just from a football fan standpoint, it's weird that Rodgers only has one ring. I agree. I won't be surprised it, it if he ha- if he gets another one. Uh, he deserves another one. Yeah. Um, yeah. AFC Championship. What do you think? I-, I think I have to go with the Bills right now, um, especially after the Mahomes game, because I-, I don't know if you noticed, but he had two injuries in that game. Yes. At the beginning, he he his I think it was his foot or his ankle. He was limping around, and then the concussion happened. And if Patrick Mahomes is not 100% next week or even not playing, that doesn't seem like that's going to happen. But if he's not 100%, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the Bills. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I definitely agree with you 100%. I think it's the Bills. Um, The Head and Shoulders commercials keep saying that Mahomes is going to take it to 100. That's what he keeps saying on those things. Um, So we'll see. But, yeah, with the concussion protocol and everything, because that's where he's at right now, there's no guarantees on the field next week. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, honestly, I would love a Brady versus uh, Josh Allen Super Bowl, and Josh Allen just so, show this old man what's up. Uh, the, I'm honestly that would be think, great. I think I pick either AFC team over either NFC team in the Super Bowl for sure. The I want the AFC to thing, win. The only thing is the experience if it's Josh Allen and the Bills. If the Bills make it, I'd be a little worried that the moment yeah. it'd be really big and it's not going to be the same for if it's, you know, Brady or Rodgers like they're not going to they're not going to fold in front of that like for for Brady especially he's been there like 47 times like it's no big deal mm-hmm. to him. But I can see if it's Josh Allen, if he makes any mistakes, I can see that being a, a big issue. But if he goes out there and he plays a good game, I, I just can't imagine. And, and same things with with Mahomes. If Mahomes out there is out there playing in Super Bowl 100%, there's no way either of those teams can beat the Chiefs. I don't think. Um, but the Bills, man, I I think they could really, I could see them folding. But as long as that doesn't happen, I think they run away with it as well. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, I think whatever Super Bowl we get, I think it's going to be a great quarterback matchup. I mean, all the quarterbacks left are phenomenal. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, unless, uh, you know, Mahomes for some reason gets injured and Chad Haney is going to be the one. Maybe it's a Chad Haney's year. <laughs> this is 2020 after all. What if he takes him? What if we get a Nick Foles situation here? Dude, Chad Haney going against Brady. Oh, and he wins. It'd be great. <laughs> 
right? That's what I want to happen. That'd be, crazy. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> there you go. That's a that's a good. You can, you should root for that. That'd be that'd be interesting. That's what I want. Put it in your DraftKings lineups, guys. Chad Henney. Uh, <laughs> Chad Henney, QB one. Rushing touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> that that running hat today was great. Speaking of all these games, I'm getting like a ton of texts from Nikki about how much she hates Tom Brady right now, and it's hilarious. I just want to be clear on one thing: like Tom Brady is the goat. No matter what we say, yes. he is the goat. Um, mm-hmm. but like you're right. you're a Colts fan, so like there's just like some some history there. Yeah. Um, yep. 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 As a Bears fan, and we even, yeah we just beat him for the first time ever finally this year. So like, you oh, know, man. you know, Brady's Brady's got a special place in everyone's hearts, right? Yeah, and it's not like a good thing either. No, no, not um unless you're a Patriots fan, which even uh my buddy, uh he's a Patriots fan and uh, uh Brady's not even on the good side of his heart right now. So <laughs> Unless you're a Buccaneers fan right now. <laughs> Hey, I know one Buccaneers fan, and he doesn't even love Tom Brady. So, man, poor Tom. He's gonna be a hell of a coach. Eh, I don't feel that. You bad. think he coaches when he's done? No, I think he'll be announcing. I think he'll he'll go the the media route. Nah, he should be a coach. He should be a defensive coordinator. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe he'll just retire and live. We'll on never an see him again. Somewhere and not and not bother us. He anymore. seems like that type of guy. Yeah, I agree. He'll start modeling. I'd be okay with that. Tired of losing games to him. Yeah, I think everyone is. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I got for this episode. Um, Do you have anything else you want to add? Same here. No, I don't think so. Um, Looking forward, I think this division will be super interesting next year for fantasy drafts. And it seems like there's going to be some hidden gems there, so I think it's somewhere to kind of keep your eyes on. Yes, and then next week we will be back with more of our way-too-early projections for this fantasy year. Mm -hmm. And we will be back with the NFC North. We will stick with the North theme. Um, And then before you know it, we'll be doing our mock drafts. We'll be getting ready for the NFL fantasy season. Um, We'll have a little bit better idea with the rookies and the draft being done. And it's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be here before you know it. It really will be. It's going to go so quick. Uh, So if that is all for us, um, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts at. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us there uh, for any updates or anything like that. And you guys take care. We'll see you next week. See you guys.